Are they important? Yes. Why? Because my 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 important question is: Are we getting fried chicken on Friday? Always fried, fried chicken, chicken Friday. Yes. There are the... super important, commonly asked, common app questions. Part D. Do you think I'm recording this? Yeah, I why think you're answer, you are. Answering <laughs> this is correct. This is the intro. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to our second episode of the HVU Admissions Confidential. We are three admissions counselors here at High Point University, willing and ready to answer students' questions, talk about the process, and be your guide. I'm an admissions enthusiast. I really like admissions. Whoa. To anything. That's exciting. Parties, I would think we all are, since we're all here. Voting booths. Yeah, so we got a bunch of different questions that came in after the last episode. And definitely, listeners, please feel free. Send in other questions that you have. Let us know how we can guide you through this process. But I know one of the big questions, and I seem to be having this conversation constantly with with students right now, Mm -hmm. it's all about that wonderful, super fun test, the SAT. Some people take the ACT. Um, Oofa doofa. Yeah, it's it's not fun. No. Um, I only took it once, and once was enough for me. Never again in my life could you pay me. Yes, you could, but that's a different story. I mean, technically, Ryan, you were admitted into taking the test, so you should have really enjoy the test. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This year, uh, seniors in high school have both the blessing and the curse of a lot of the actual testing dates being canceled. Right. So great because, hey, you don't have to sit through a four-hour test. Bad because a lot of schools have always required the SAT or ACT. Mm -hmm. How do you take Mm -hmm. it? And I have a lot of students freaking out because they've already had their testing date canceled, you know, three times. Um, and so one of the big questions is, you know, should they be driving three hours, crossing state lines and taking the test in October? Uh, or should they just kind of say, forget it, I'm not going to take the test. So what, what would you guys say to that? See, that's a, that's a difficult, difficult question for me. It's, it basically, it comes down to the student, right? Um, in my opinion, if you have a score already, that's a big plus for, for you having uh, the opportunity to do some more different scholarship opportunities to different schools. Um, honestly, for me, for this year, especially with COVID, it's not going to be a big deciding factor if a student has their test scored if they don't. Um, really, it was not a big thing that I'm a big proponent for in, in just in general. I'm not a big fan of the SAT or the ACT. I don't like testing because I don't test well. Um, I didn't test well back in high school and I don't test well now um, in grad school. So I think that the test being one time that you can take it or twice that you can take it and it being the culmination, culmination thank you, of your four years is it's ridiculous. So for me, uh, your test scores aren't going to be looked at that heavily. Uh, they're going to be a plus, but if you don't have them, it's not the end of the world. We're still going to be able to offer scholarship and opportunities in our fellowship programs. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I would have to say, I don't feel that you would need to drive hours and hours away absolutely in order to go take the SAT or ACT um, for this year, especially for High Point, 
because we have moved with this fluid situation and um, changed our requirements. And so we are not requiring the test scores for scholarships this year because we know that the accessibility has been nil. So um, for High Point specifically, I would say if if your choice is to drive three, four hours and it's stressing you out, I will say the answer would be no. Yes. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially for students this year, if driving three hours for a test that starts at 8.30 in the morning, you're having Mm -hmm. to hit the road well before the sun comes up. You're probably going to be sleep deprived. That's going to impact your score. And then the stress of driving. The stress of driving, traffic. Um, If you don't have the right playlist for music, it's not Not knowing where you're going, not knowing which entrance to go to these different places. Yeah, there's too many factors that could really just screw up your whole mojo for something that people are thinking your life kind of depends on mm-hmm. how you score kind of bogus in my opinion but yeah I, I don't think it's worth it it's it's not it's not going to make or break it for us I doubt it's going to make it or break it in the college career in your college search this year especially because of COVID um, so no I don't think it's it's time to make that desperate haul mm-hmm. uh, cross state lines yeah now I will say if you live in a space that like has availability and it's local and you can get in might as well give it a shot especially if you've been preparing for it yes if you Um, can do it yeah but if you're gonna have to drive three hours don't do it yeah don't do it 100 percent now i've also though had students i'm gonna step it up a notch here because i've had some students reach out they say i've I've taken the sat in the past Uh, I put High Point down as one of the schools to automatically be sent my scores, Uh Um, but when I'm filling out that application, I actually want to be test optional. So what's going to happen when the scores are automatically going to be sent to the school, but I actually don't want them to be looked at? What do I do? Sarah, what do you say? I just asked this yesterday. Oh, perfect. Just asked this. Um, So I told them, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> even we, we won't we won't hold back from that there. No even if they had them already sent to us, however they apply on the Common App is how we're going to view their application. And so, if they apply test optional, they are going to be reviewed test optional. Um, vice versa, if they want their test scores included and they click test optional, we're not looking at their test scores. And mm-hmm. so, we're really looking at how are they applying through the Common App. Man, Sarah, I wish I could tell you you're wrong, but you're exactly right. Oh, my God, best day ever. (laughs) Oh, no, yeah, completely right. It all depends on what what you as a student puts on your your application. That's the thing that kind of determines whether we we look at those scores or not, for sure. That's Sarah's 100th right answer. Can we get a woo confetti? (laughs) (laughs) Look, here's this cake made by Gordon Ramsay. Oh, delicious. They can't tell. It's a podcast. It's an audio medium. Except now I actually now I want, want cake. cake. I know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan needs to buy his cake. Four o'clock. Uh, and so, great questions, great answers, guys, about kind of the SAT and ACT. We did have a couple people, and Sarah, this is mostly going to be for you, um, because I had a bunch of students who actually, um, they wrote in, they were asking about the CFNC. Uh, what that is, whether High Point takes that, because all we kept talking about as a group was the Common App. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, CFNC is the College Foundation of North Carolina. And so, that is an application process for all of North Carolina schools. And because 
80% of High Point students are from out of state, we have to use a more common application. Yeah, I see what you did there. You like that? Boom. And so that is why we do the common app. I have had students in the past last year say, hey, I applied through CFNC. Did you not get my application? Uh, we do not take applications through CFNC. So for all of you North Carolina peeps out there, CFNC is not the way to go for High Point University. We are common app. So if you apply through CFNC, we're not going to get it. For the ch for the total of that joke, I'm taking away the cake. Gordon Ramsay's going by. <laughs> Sweep up the confetti. Let's get out of here. That was a good joke. That was <laughs> yeah, and that's definitely a very North Carolina specific question. I know, but it is something that um, being in North Carolina, fantastic state, love it here. Um, but a uh, little behind the scenes info, Sarah is our only North Carolina counselor on this podcast. So she has a little bit more insight. Personally, I've never seen the CFNC. I don't know what it looks like. I've never dealt with it. Yeah, me either. So Common App, super awesome way to go, though. All right, so in terms of the application, though, the Common App is great, and I think I hope you guys would agree with me that it's it's a pretty simple process in terms of filling it out. There's always the wonderful essay question. I like the Uncommon Doc. It's super That's user That's my favorite friendly. one. Super user friendly. I'm like uncommon doc that makes everything more difficult. <laughs> um, one of the things that we talk about when it comes to applying is we add, um, we have, you know, questions on our page. So when we talk about, you know, school specific questions, what's the purpose of those? What are those? How do students find them? Um, talk to me about that, guys. Talk to our listeners, more importantly. But talk to me to talk to them. Don't point at me. Don't point <laughs> at me in this digital medium. All right. So I'm taking this one. So High Point has three specific questions. They're kind of additional questions, supplemental questions. They are not essays. That is one thing that I think we do get, that people say, oh, my gosh, I have to write three more essays. No, they're just questions. They're a way for us to kind of get to know you just a little bit more and see why you're interested in High Point. Yes. Talk about travel experiences of any kind. It doesn't right. have to be huge international travel, but anything that you have done, we do ask why High Point. Um, one of the things I will say as a little tidbit of information is Make sure when you're applying that you're actually putting the right school yes. name for that question because I have had many of an application Multiple. that for the YHPU, they said, I want to go to blank blank university because of this. And then you go, oh man, kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah. Well, and I would say too, especially with that question, definitely get the school right. Mm -hmm. um, yes. But also don't just copy something from the website. You know, yep. the, yeah. the school-specific questions are really there because we want to learn more about who you are. I've read the website. I've been on the website a million times, but what does it mean to you? You know, why is High Point a good match for you? Right. Don't tell me about the number of majors we have or, you know, things like that. I know that part. True. Um, but what does that mean to you? So that's what I always say with the school-specific questions. Really do make sure that they're school-specific, but specific to you as well as to the school. That's a really good point, though. I, there was a lot of cutting and pasting last year yes. that I know that, it, you know, they kind of cut and pasted our mission statement saying, I want to go to HPU because. And um, so, yeah, definitely, I've had some really 
amazing, intense YHPU answers that have actually really kind of changed my perspective on someone's application. So it's just a few sentences, but it can really, really help. And picking back uh, on what Sarah was saying, just because it's not the essay doesn't mean that it can't be grammatically correct. So mm. just proofread those just as well as you do your essay. We read them. They're not, they're not a drop-down menu. We don't just, like, breeze through them. We look at them. So please make sure that we can read them. Yeah. That's all I ask. Well, and I will say, too, especially with the Common App, something that I found is sometimes a student will skip one or two of those questions. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to me, that really shows that you're not actually interested in telling me about who you are and, and how great you are and, and why High Point's a great match for you. So if you leave some of those school-specific questions blank, that can have a pretty negative impact on your application, at least when I read it. I don't know about you guys. but mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's no way you can tell that you can say, I blatantly missed the entire portion of the application and be like, this guy's great. <laughs> this guy, you see his essay about cheese? It was nutty. He forgot most of the essay, though. Oh, and all the questions. And I don't know his name because he didn't fill it out. Yeah, because that guy's going to get it. No, you got to obviously fill out those questions. Those questions are important. That's why we asked them. And remember last episode, we talked about how we feel that you're actually applying just specifically for us. And we are reading your, that essay is for us and those questions are for us. So when you skip that, it hurts our feelings that you didn't really want to take the time to let us know why you wanted to be here. And so just remember that if you don't answer those questions, we may be crying in the corner somewhere. That's why I mentioned the the cheese essay. Mm -hmm. Somebody read a cheese essay. Mm -hmm. I dare you. Dare you? Oh, jeez. Oh, we got to go to the next oh, question. Oh, <laughs> nice. We are on it today, I guys. Want to go home. <laughs> All right, so another question, especially about uh, the application and even in my, my opinion, probably the things that are going to come out more in the essay, particular. Uh, is is should I address the tough things? You know, I've had a lot of students, I was actually speaking with a student earlier today about mental health and, you know, their journey through through mental health and how they've, you know, addressed different things in their life. I've had students who have been through some really tough times that it's not something that they would normally share just in an open conversation, but should they address those things on the application? Should they avoid them? Um, I definitely have my opinions, but I want to I want to hear from you guys first. I don't mind hearing those those tr- troubling essays or those troubling answers because I mean, if you thought that it was important enough to talk about it in that essay, it's important enough for us to know. You know, mm-hmm. it's to that point of if you felt it was important enough to your story in your life and enough of a of a center point or a changing moment in your life that you wanted a complete stranger from a university that you really wanted to go to to know about, uh, then then write it. Write your story. It's not, I'm not going to look any differently depending on the essay. It's how well the essay is written, the intent that is written. That's what's going to be what I'm looking at. It's not the quality or the content so much. Absolutely. I think, um, I know a lot of times I hear from applicants that, Sometimes their counselors or teachers advise them not to touch on those 
personal topics. Um, and like Heidi said, everyone has their own opinion. I personally think you should address those because when you are applying, we're, we're accepting you as a person. We're not just accepting your grades. And we want to know what has made you you, what makes you unique, what makes you a good fit for High Point and vice versa. And sometimes it's those really hard questions, those personal identities, those mental health, um, something that really, I mean, I had, I had a student um, who applied, her dad got deported in front of her. And that was what her whole essay was about. That was a traumatizing experience, but it shaped who she was. And that was right. an amazing essay. And um, so I just say, just write, do you, like write, <laughs> be you. We want to know who you are and what has made you, you. And it doesn't have to be something deep. Sometimes right. people feel like they have to make up this mind-blowing traumatic experience that has happened to them. You also don't need that. Right. Um, but if something has happened to you and it has shaped you into the person you are, absolutely address it because we want to know. Yeah, I would, I would completely agree with that. I mean, is it because you are writing about it because you think you're going to get extra points for a sob story or something like that? Then do not write that no. essay. Um, but if you're writing about it because it truly has shaped who you are, Sarah, I love the way you said that. When it's, you know, this is something that has made you who you are. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to know about. That's what we want to hear about. And I know sometimes there's a little bit of hesitation and I don't know if you guys would agree or disagree, but because that there's still a societal, um, that's not a word, a societal, <laughs> um, there's a societal stigma towards talking about mental health or right. about yes. talking Agreed. about your, your personal identity, how you view yourself, your, your gender pronouns, your mm -hmm. sexual identity, whatever it might be, there is still a stigma in the world but what I would say is the way we break that stigma is by being okay talking about it. Um, so if that is something that's very true to who you are, something that shaped who you are, write about it. Um, the other thing I would say is if you're concerned that a university is not going to accept you because you have sought help for your mental health before. That's if, not a place you want to go. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right, you took the words out of my mouth. Gross. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, you the should. schools. The school is saying that you can't go due to your mental health. That's the gross thing. Like, that's that's obtuse way of thinking. It's yeah. it's disgusting to even think that. And unfortunately, that people have to think that way. That I can't talk about my mental health or my struggles because I'm going to be objectified or because I'm going to be looked at differently. It's just disgusting. Yeah, and I mean. You should want to be at a school that, that's supportive of who you are, your journey, what you've overcome. And so don't be afraid to, to talk about some of those tough things. Don't be afraid to, to kind of address that. Um, and you can do it in several different ways. You can use the essay. There's on the comment app, there's an additional info section that mm -hmm. you can utilize. Um, utilize, you know, us as admissions counselors. I mean, I definitely, like I said earlier today, I had a conversation um, with a student. It wasn't via email. It was an actual conversation with the student so I could learn a little bit more about their past. And, and you know, that student had really overcome a lot. And to me, that just raises that student in my eyes because I, I now know the journey that that student has, has gone through, how it impacted the grades that I'm going to be seeing on the transcript. Um, as you can tell, this is something I care deeply about. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've taken over this podcast. Welcome to the Heidi Hour. No. Um, I would like to just interject, by the way, that Heidi has said twice 
during this podcast that she has loved something I said. Yes. And I am going to take that forever and stick it in my pocket. <laughs> I also want to say, don't put things in other people's mouths. Fair. <laughs> Heidi thought that I was going to make a comment about that when I said disgusting. Uh, I was. Oh, Ryan. Don't put things in other people's mouths. Way to make it awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, don't be afraid to address. Don't be topics. putting things in people's mouths. Yeah, that, you be you. You be you, you but be don't, you. don't touch. All right. <laughs> don't, don't touch. Don't touch COVID. Don't touch. Speaking of right touching, um, people have asked. Hey. Hey, man. How'd you get on that two-wheeled, two-wheeled motorbike <laughs> I've that I've already come way? to campus. I've already seen a game. I've come to Community Christmas. Ooh. I've come to a right. camp or whatever. Why do I have to come do an individual tour? I've already seen it. Well, it's because the, the view of High Point that you get through different events, like through different sporting events or through Community Christmas, aren't geared towards why the education is right for you mm-hmm. it's more geared towards uh here's why high point is fun which is a great thing that you need to see you need to see the d1 sports you need to see community christmas you need to see the plays because that's what makes high point unique but doing a a tour that is just dedicated to your admission goes so much deeper in depths of our four pillars of our experiential learning really modeling those values and going deeper into how each building it really connects well with you um so that's i mean you gotta you gotta make an effort and you gotta see it from that that vantage point also you can't go into the dorms if you don't that's very true we have amazing (laughs) dorms here too truth um i'm also going to go just a, a very simple logistical route um anyone who knows me or has worked with me knows that i just like simple logistics some of the time um and the thing is if you just drive through campus if you just go to a sporting event if you go to one of our athletics id camps whatever I, as your counselor, have no idea that you actually were on campus. True. There's no registered, mm-hmm. you know, account that says you drove through campus on such and such a day. Um, and so when I'm looking at your application, I don't see that visit. And that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially kind of going back to the whole North Carolina aspect, for me, for students who apply within North Carolina, when it doesn't show that you've come to visit, I'm really questioning, why haven't you come here? You live 20 minutes away. Right. And then I will, I will hear, oh, no, I went to basketball camp there or I went to the science camp. I visited I've already, my friends there. I visited my yeah. friend. I drove through. But remember, when you're doing matter. all of those things, you're not seeing the inside of a classroom. You're not talking with an ambassador. You're not getting that one-on-one. You know, if you're interested in science, going to see the undergraduate science building. So you're not getting that type of experience. And so definitely, like, until we can get GPS trackers on everybody, I think um, you need to come visit because we don't know you've been here. I'm going to go ahead and now say, Sarah, I don't agree (laughs) with the idea of GPS tracking just like embedded under your skin or something? Like maybe stop before you get to that point, Sarah. Okay. Um, instead, people should just sign up for an actual tour. Yeah. And go I'm down for a full Blade Runner where I'm just no. got like robotic feet. That's what I want. <laughs> robotic feet, people. Make it happen. Um, 
Um, but yeah, that's definitely different. Um, definitely still come for that that specific tour for sure. Get the get the full view. The other thing that um, I always get asked about, and this is a little bit from the students, but also the parents getting in, getting involved for sure. Um, and that's kind of the financial aid aspect of it. Um, most universities, and especially here at High Point, we do require the FAFSA to be submitted to uh, be eligible for any need-based scholarships. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, you know, a student will tell me, oh, my parents said, we're not going to qualify for that need-based aid, so we're probably not going to fill it out, or what's the point of filling it out? Um, that's always a big conversation I know I have every year with students. So what would you guys say right now to, to that type of a question? Do it. <laughs> All right, simple, to the point, done. I get this question every single week. I can't tell you how many and how often and how many of the same people ask me this question of, are you sure that I have to fill out this FAFSA form? Yes, fill out the FAFSA form. Just fill it out. <laughs> it takes no time. It costs you no money. Just do it. But it can get you money. It could get you so much money. Like, people don't understand. Like, people are, like, saying, oh, the cost of books or the cost of this credit hour, I, I can't pay. I can't pay for, for High Point because of this. I was like, well, you could have gotten that money to cover that if you had filled out the FAFSA because High Point gives out money for people that need it. Mm -hmm. we, we do bridge that gap. We we. We know we can't meet everybody's full need, but we do get that people have that gap that can get them there. So just filling out the fill out the dang form. <laughs> well, I you know, I always say this to my own children, but you should just never assume because you know what happens. And I'm not gonna say it because I'm no. not gonna be that dorky mom, but never just assume that you don't qualify because you don't know. So just take the time fill it out, and kind of like Ryan said, just do it. Just fill out the form. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just keep do in mind, it. Keep in mind, too, like the, the FAFSA does qualify you for federal loans and grants, and those are fantastic. But um, but like Ryan was saying, like High Point University helps give out that need-based scholarship. So while you might not qualify for some of the federal programs, you might still qualify for money just from the university in and of itself. So again, do it. The worst that happens is you don't get money, but you'll never know until you do it. Yeah, we can't give you free money unless you tell us that you need free money. I would like free money. I'd like free money and cake. Oh, that too. Yeah, and the cake. Yeah, cool. We're still on podcast. <laughs> oh. oh, after the podcast, I get money and a money cake. Money cake. A money cake. Oh, would be nice. money cake. Yeah. It was a sequel to Moneyball. <laughs> so fill out the FAFSA, you might get a money cake. Is it the prequel to Million Dollar Baby? Yeah. I'm going to keep this going. <laughs> really not. Testing your knowledge. I still really want cake right now, though. <laughs> yeah, it does actually sound pretty good, not going to lie. Um, like a black forest cake? Um, like like a black fudge cake with like cherry in there? Thinking more like a carrot cake. I'm just going to go watch some Great British Bake Off after this. <laughs> I'm going to eat a cupcake. <laughs> and by eat a cupcake, I mean eat an entire store that sells cupcakes. Not eat the entire inventory. I think what you thought that I said was that I'm going to eat the entire inventory of a cupcake store. What I said was I'm going to eat the entire cupcake shop until I get my fill of cupcakes. Best of luck with that. Yeah. All right, good go. news. Let us know how that goes, yeah, Ryan. Good news is that that's the end of some of the questions we had today. So all yeah. of us can go enjoy some cake. 
find some money that Ryan is going to, to give to Sarah and I. Yeah. Sure. Um, but definitely still submit additional questions. Hey, that Sarah, you have. can I borrow like five dollars? No. No. But Heidi That's needs what? money. Yeah, give me money. Hold on, I'm gonna call my dad. <laughs> you guys keep talking. I'm gonna call my dad. Yeah. Give, say hi for us. Yeah, I tell will. him to bring some cake. Um, but send in those questions. Let us know how we can kind of help I'm you I'm going to ask out. my mom. Your mom will probably say yes more. Oh, my God. He's actually calling his mom. Oh, Mama Dylan. Let's see if she picks up. She's going to be so mad. Hello? Hey, Mom. How are you? What's going on, Ray? Nothing. I'm filming a podcast. Can I borrow $5? Yes. Sweet. I need to pay Heidi because I promised her on the podcast that I would pay her five dollars. Thanks, Ryan's mom. Oh, you're very welcome. He also promised this cupcake. You don't have five dollars, Ryan. <laughs> I gotta go, mom. I love you to death. Right, but you don't I, have five dollars. I gotta go. I'm going through a tunnel. I gotta. I gotta go. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was amazing. That's I like the perfect mom. way to end this. I can't believe my mom said that she would give you $5. I love your mom. Ryan, you don't have $5? I can't believe I called my mom on a podcast. Anyway, guys, this has been the HPU Admissions Confidential Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and for being a part of this amazing community. Um, if you guys do have questions, please make sure you go to High Point, University, uh, High Point University's website, highpoint.edu for any questions make sure you click on the admissions tab the undergraduate admissions tab will have any information about your uh, admissions counselor uh, any admissions uh, materials as well anybody have anything else no i think we're good cake time cake time all right thanks guys i'm out <laughs>